House podcast episode. I don't know what, but it, you know, it, it's an episode. It is. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. You know what? With all the quarantine madness going on, this was supposed to be zombie month, right? Yes. Obviously, we couldn't do that. No. So we're saying, fuck it. We're going <laughs> to do one of our favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's safe to say, is this your favorite Friday the 13th movie? It is. Okay. Yes. Now, I see a lot of uh, lists that people make. Uh huh. It's usually this one or the final chapter. Yeah, it's either this one or part four. Uh, pretty much, usually the, the and then people put like the first one in there just because it's the first one. I don't think this is controversial to yeah. say the first Friday the Thirteenth is not the best one. I, I don't think it's so not even either. Top five for me. No, I it would probably for me if I'm I'm just kind of thinking real quickly. It's probably like a this one four, uh, probably Three. two. Uh, maybe three after that one, yeah. uh, and then seven's not that bad. I know some people really hate that one, but it's just whatever. Yeah, the ending is fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dad jumping out of the lake, and then the rest. Of them <laughs> yeah, just... I forgot about that. Holy and then, shit. and then the rest of them are just pretty awful after that. At that point, even seven's got its really bad things to it. Jason takes Manhattan's kind of grown on me over the years because <laughs> it's just it's stupid so fucking stupid. Fun. Yeah, yeah. It kind of. I think you know what? Now I think about it. Jason Takes Manhattan is probably more on course with this movie. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's sort of self-aware. Uh, is it? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. No. Probably not, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it should have really just had more fun with it. Yeah. You know? They could just kept hacking that budget down. And, uh, of course, uh, Jason, what was the, the boxer's name? Oh, God. Could he did some training from Freddie Roach. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I oh, don't Julius. Know. <laughs> Julius was Julius, his name. He got yes. his head knocked off. That's right. Killer clown style. <laughs> um, Yes, this is my definitely my number one in the Friday the 13th series. Yeah. So, I thought of this recently. I Googled this question. Okay. And I'm fairly confident to say this is, I hate this word. Okay. This is, you know what I'm about to say? Meta? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is the first meta horror movie. I, I know because there's a movie called Popcorn came out around this time, and mm-hmm. Screenplay was another meta horror movie. Waxworks, another meta horror movie. Really? Yeah. I don't think Waxworks I don't know. wasn't until like late 80s. So what? I thought Waxworks was- uh, It was late 80s too. Which one? Well, I'm trying to think. This came out in 86. 86. August 1st. 
August 1st. 1986. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, because the aliens will steal number one in the yeah. box office. Well, according to the article I read earlier today when I Googled that question, this is the first. Oh. Could be wrong. Yeah. It's definitely the, you could easily say this is the most mainstream. Yeah, of those first ones that I mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. Meta movies. And actually, Kevin Williamson saw Tom McLaughlin, the director of this movie. Yeah. And he went up to him and was like, this movie was a huge influence on Scream. So I even heard that he turned down the Scream directing job. I even read That's that right. somewhere. Yeah. I don't and, know how true that is. And Tom like a- said, I already made that movie. It's uh. called Jason Lives. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, he'd probably be a much more successful oh, man. yeah. <laughs> he uh, hopped on that. Uh, well, I don't think he said it like that. But yeah. He was yeah. like, yeah. And he kind of did. I mean, this movie... It's very self-aware. Yeah. At some point, it's a little too, like, uh, nudge, nudge. I mean, the caretaker looks right at the camera at one point, you know. Yes. Completely shatters that fourth wall. <laughs> that guy's still alive, by the way. Really? Yeah. I just assumed he had died. Yeah. I thought he died the second they wrapped filming. No, he's 91 and still alive. <laughs> they actually filmed him. Not Jason did kill him. <laughs> 91 years that old. That was actually a reshoot. Yeah, I know that yeah, part. Yeah. And the, because uh, he was, yeah, we'll get to all that. Yeah, we'll get to all that. Yeah. Well, before we get too in the weeds here. Yeah. So today we're not going to do like a traditional episode. Mm-hmm. Not going to do any horror news. No. Nah. Not going to talk about shitty movies that Jason's watched over or the last week. Or trashy uh, oh. television that Phil may have watched. Oh, yeah. 90, <laughs> thanks for calling me Phil. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. I tried to catch it when it started. Okay. <laughs> You're like, Phil. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we won't talk about that. Yeah. So we're just gonna kind of jump right into it. Yeah. If you want, if you want to hear about that kind of stuff, we just released an episode before this one. That's right. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a very laid back kind of episode. Just talking about shit we watched and things we've done during the quarantine. Yes. All right. So, oh yeah, and by the way, uh, we are recording this on my back porch, Mm -hmm. and you may be able to hear a lot of. A lot of birds and random noises. It's because we're going old school. We are. We are in the midst of a quarantine. Yep. And two people in Jason's office were tested tested positive. In my defense, I have not been in that office in two weeks now. I've been working from home for two weeks. It's not good enough. Not good enough. Okay. <laughs> You're not coming into my house. <laughs> you can piss in the bucket in the backyard. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Your Mountain I'm, Dew cans are good enough for you. Right? <laughs> yeah, slow down on the Mountain Dew over there, buddy. No, it's like I let him use my bathroom early. He did. Don't tell my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> I wash my hands a lot. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, two people at Jason's office tested positive. Yeah. And, uh, so... One person tested positive, and they were like, fuck that. You still got to come to work. Hmm? Right? No. That did not happen. Yes, it did. No. Look at you covering your- No, we're not even- Let's not get too much into there, because I don't want to exactly say what I do. It's super boring. Don't worry. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But there was- was, The second case was a little weird. Yeah. The second case was a little (laughs) weird, but they they didn't make anybody come to work. You volunteered to go? No, 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 no. I'm saying they didn't. The, the second person that that was officially proved they had it, they didn't have to go to work. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Jason is six feet away from me. Exactly. We're on my back porch. The birds are chirping. We're going old school style. Yes. If you've been with us from the start. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're kind of coming up on our one year anniversary. We are. Sorta. Of. Yeah. I think the first one came out in what? June. May or June? Yeah. 
Yeah. We started at the beginning of June, I think. Because I was at the beach uh-huh. when you uploaded the first episode. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. you were yeah. like, hey, it's uploaded. And I was like, oh my God, let me go listen to this. <laughs> so I listened to the very first episode on top of a beach trailer at night. Quite drunk. Quite drunk. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's what you do at the beach. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyways, don't go listen to that episode. <laughs> Anywho. It's still one of our most downloaded episodes. I know. Rain's always like way up there. It's like, no, not that <laughs> one. Ugh. Hey, the content's there. The Same everything hell. else. Yeah. Not, not that great. We're much better now. Yeah, but still pretty shitty. <laughs> Anyways. Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives. So me and you... We watched this movie together quite a bit back in the day. It's it, it's the one I've seen the most in the entire series, that's for sure. Yes. I go back at least once a year to watch this. Really? Yep. And I guess I'll go ahead and ask you this. You know, wait, we'll, we'll save that. Okay. Keep getting off into the weeds. Put a pin prick in it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we grew up watching this one quite a bit. Actually, the DVD copy I have of this... I'm pretty sure I bribed from you. I think I gave it to you for your birthday or something. I think you may have, but yeah. you know, you didn't have money. It's like, here, take this used <laughs> DVD. <Take> this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to do like DVD swaps back in the day. Oh yeah, like I'll get okay, dude. I'll give you Halloween Resurrection and Puppet Master Two for <laughs> Friday Thirteenth Part Four. Like, uh, okay, fun. <laughs> yes, but I remember we watched this one quite a bit. Back in the day. Yeah. This is a fun watch. It is. It is a good beer and pizza. Yeah. And now it's kind of horror. It's not a very scary movie, really, but it's a lot of fun. Now, one thing I love about this movie, yes, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But anytime you see Jason, it's always serious and he's intimidating. Because I think, um, shit, I forgot who it was, told Tom McLaughlin... Like, yes, you can make this self-aware and funny, but yeah. Jason has to be scary. Yeah. And that was the right call. Yeah. Because you don't want Jason tripping over his fucking shoelaces walking <laughs> through the woods. No. That wouldn't have worked. That'd be like seeing Michael Myers, I don't know, shit his jumpsuit. <laughs> you know? Because here is the Spook House podcast. We're going to talk about Michael Myers taking a shit at some point hey, every you episode. Can damn tea <laughs> you can okay? guarantee it. You can guarantee it. All right, so let's just jump right on into the movie, Jason. All right. So this had a budget of $3 million, Yeah. Ended up grossing $19.5. Lowest uh, return on investment in any Friday the 13th movie. Yes, it's quite sad. Yeah. Well, I think five really fucked things It up. really did. Now, I actually watched part five over the quarantine. Uh-huh. I forgot to mention that last episode, but I watched that. I was like, because everything's on Shutter now. So let's just go back and revisit five, because I uh-huh. know some people. Now... Has the, a cult following. A lot it, of people now, stand by it. I, I used to hate it. It used to be like the one that I hated the most, even more so than, than Jason Goes to Hell. Okay. It's, if you look at it as just a slasher, 80s slasher movie, it's actually pretty good. Now, the Roy thing really does hurt it. Even, really? even Yeah, it does. But if you just watch like an 80s slasher movie, it's better than a lot of them. Well, right off the bat, I hate that name. I don't know why. What? Roy. Roy. <laughs> Roy is the name of the slasher? Well, it, get the fuck out. Yeah, and it doesn't really make sense <laughs> with uh, why would Roy come back because the kid got killed at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. It's forced that part, but the rest of the movie is really not that bad. And they really? pour on, I mean, of course, everything's getting hacked up because the violence was really getting attacked for these movies mm-hmm. at this point. 
a lot of very gratuitous nudity. Yeah. Now I gotta say, I've maybe watched part five, maybe twice in my life. I don't even remember it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, give it a watch and watch you, and you know, go in knowing that it's not Jason. Yeah. It's a better watch if you kind of okay. appreciate like that. Like yeah, part five and part two are probably the ones I've seen the least. I guess you can respect it for trying something a little different. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And speaking of trying things differently, this movie did a lot of things different because Tom McLaughlin, am I saying that right? As far as I know, yeah. Okay. I'm just thinking Sarah. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> Little affair. Got it. Okay. So when he was approached to direct this, he sat down and watched one through five, and he was like, okay, we're at six. So we should do something different here. Yeah. It needs to be self-aware, kind of wink, like, we get it. This yeah. is part six. Yeah. You know, have fun with it. Yeah. And that was definitely the right call. You know, I noticed this trend. Well, I'm going to pretend it's a trend. Yeah. This conversation is going to go nowhere. But part six usually marks a turning point in series where they're like, let's do something a little different. Well, I mean, I guess Halloween part six. They yeah, they did that. Try a little something different. Uh, part six is Freddy's dead. <sighs> trying to think of what other movies have really got. They didn't really do anything different with that. It was just a piece of shit. Oh yeah, it was just a piece of shit. They try yeah. they try to give backstory, yeah. much like Halloween six did, and so Freddy's the, dead is just a piece of shit. Yeah. So um, this theory went nowhere. I'm trying to think what other movie, what other Halloween or what Halloween movies, what other horror movies have gotten to part six? I guess. Child's Play movies have gotten to part six. I can't remember which one is part six. My theory doesn't hold up. Anyways, <laughs> they tried something different, and I think for this movie and this franchise, it works very well. Yeah. So, let's just jump right on into the movie. All right. You ready? Yeah. Cool. Are you let's ready? Go. Oh, I'm ready, baby. Mm -hmm. All right. So, <laughs> we get some good, I love these establishing shots mm -hmm. at the very beginning. You get lightning flashes, shots of a lake. Yeah. As is tradition. Yeah. Apparently not in Jason Goes to Hell. Show fucking like <laughs> dipshit. I think they showed one at the credits. Oh yeah, like, they didn't show a lake at all in Jason. I think I talked about that. You see the Jason the Goes camper, to Hell? Yeah. You see the campers that are wet who have come from a lake. I think at the very beginning you see a lake because it was like, enjoy it now because that's the only water you see in this movie. Oh yeah. Well, you do find out that Jason's afraid of water later. But yeah. Yeah. So anyways, you see a shot of a lake in the forest. There's lots of fog. These are good establishing shots. Sets the mood. Now, you know, for this, Tom McLaughlin, he was uh, very inspired by Universal Horror Movie Monsters. Yes. I think maybe for the intro, if they were shot this in black and white, I think it would have been really cool. Well, he mentioned that. Yeah. He said that this movie would play well in black and white. Yeah. And he's right. I'm sure you can throw a slap of filter on it. And it would work just well. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like the score in this movie. It's a little too shrieky at times. It's very different from the rest of them, too. Cut to Tom Matthews and Alan Hawes. Tom Matthews as Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. So the third Tommy Jarvis we've gotten in the series. And Alan Hawes as, what's his? Horace. I Horace. Horace is his name. He's, uh, I guess, most well known for he's in Welcome Back, Cotter. That's right. Yeah. And he would pass away in 2012 of a heart attack. Ah. Uh, which is a bit ironic because what happens to his character? He gets that heart removed from his body. Jason attacks his heart. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Also, he's in Welcome Back Cotter, which has 
uh, John Travolta. Court in this movie is John Travolta's nephew. Really? Yes. Get the fuck out. I didn't know that. Exactly. I didn't know it until today. And John Travolta was in Carrie, and the character Sissy in this movie was named after Sissy Spacek in Carrie. Do we want to keep going? (laughs) Part seven is essentially Carrie versus Jason. You're right. Who can out trivia who the hardest right now? I don't know. And, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So they're driving to dig up Jason. Tommy is, this is his buddy from the mental institution. Yeah, this is his, uh, like, Freddy versus Jason. This is, he's the Jason Renner character to the oh, Mark. Um, yes, Mark. It's like, they're going to haul our butts back in straight jackets to Weston Hills? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, Tommy, I just call him TJ. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to destroy Jason's corpse. He's like, I'm going to dig him up. I'm going to set him on fire. And take his corpse back mm-hmm. to Crystal Lake mm-hmm. because that'll really kill him. Exactly. And it's funny because there's a little bit of a continuity error because in part five, they say that Jason has been cremated already. They're at the graveyard, which is a back lot, by the way. Yeah. They're walking through the graveyard and they see Jason's tombstone that Tom McLaughlin has since kept. This is one thing from the movie that he keeps yeah. in his garage. He puts it on display every Halloween. Good for him. So they find Jason's grave and get a little flash, kind of an audio flashback. Yeah. Of, uh, wait, no, this is after he digs up Jason. First, Tommy shows off that immense cardio and digs a fucking grave. Dude, you know In how like hard- In like 15 minutes. Now, you know how hard you'd have to work to dig that much? Yeah, I remember I used to work for the city of Kinston years ago. Okay. And Shout part of it was Kinston. yeah, part of it was like <laughs> digging up wells and stuff to fix yeah. you know, sewer lines or whatever. Dude, this is not easy to just sit there and dig holes. Yeah. With a with that. I don't think Horse was doing anything. He was just sitting there. Oh, he busted out a shovel too. He did. Yeah, you see him like stick the shovel in at one point. He uh, probably like dug a few feet and bitched out and it's like yeah probably it's like oh it's getting wet they should have intercut them with like shots of them like drinking gatorade (laughs) just like chilling (laughs) you know like god damn this is hard have hard hats on yeah osha requirements and everything not not to mention when you get like four feet down and you have a scoop of dirt you gotta throw that over your head Mm -hmm. you're you're really burning those uh triceps and shoulders out Mm -hmm. i'm not buying it and Tommy leaves his jacket on the whole time. Also, perfect square. Perfect square. Perfect, oh, yeah, also perfect uh, rectangle. Not Get a drop of, of sweat on his forehead when they're done, by the way. No, nope, not at all. Okay. <laughs> so, I love when Tommy, he's like, hand me the crowbar. And it's, you know, he's like, oh, no. The crowbar is like two feet from him. <laughs> I also like, dude, you've gotten this fucking far. What are you going to do? <laughs> not? Nah, you going to bitch out now? He's like, okay, there's his grave. You've seen it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Anyways, he pries open the coffin. I do love the effects here, like the cobwebs on the coffin. You yeah. can almost smell it. Mm-hmm. You know. They, oh yeah, he looks ripe in this. Yeah, they pry it open. There's maggots, and bugs, and cobwebs. This is when Cordy Feldman's kind of cameo comes in. Yeah. Tommy's having flashbacks, so he gets mad, rips a pole off the fence, and stabs J Bone with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> then he throws Jason's mask along with some shade into the coffin. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you, Jason. Why does he throw the mask in there? I've always been like, why are you doing that? Is that like game recognizes game or something? Like, 
<laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Isn't his plan to take his corpse to Crystal Lake? Yeah, to I guess to yeah, because he's got the book. You later, he said the only way to make sure Jason never comes back is to bury him in his home. Okay. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll roll with you it. You can't really overanalyze, unless you're talking about Jason Goes to Hell, because that's just a clusterfuck of a movie. Yes. But you can't really overanalyze these first Friday the 13th movies, because they're just simple movies. Well, TJ wants to make this an Inferno match. <laughs> <laughs> but lightning crashes. And old fun. <laughs> now, is this all silly? Yep. Oh, absolutely. Do I love it? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. Oh, well, I guess we should mention that Jason grabs Tommy mm-hmm. as he crawls out of the grave. Yeah. Jason's alive. Holy shit. Also, you can directly blame everything that happens at this point in the movie to Freddy versus Jason because of Tommy. Yeah, Tommy fucks up right here. Big time. Jason yeah. was dead. Jason was gone. All you had to do... <laughs> you can't leave well enough alone. Yeah. If you had not have done this, guess what? We would never gotten part seven. Jason never would have gone to Manhattan. That's right. Yeah. Well, Jason's about to rise and grind. <laughs> and you see Jason's eyeballs. Wouldn't they have rotted away? This has been one of the first things to rot away, actually. Yeah, but whatever. They regenerated. He was struck by lightning, and he's come back to life. Whatever. Jason Stein, as they were calling him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason grabs Tommy. Tommy throws some gas on him, but the rain starts. And I got to say, this is my favorite shot of the entire series. Okay. Jason standing in the rain with maggots hitting his feet. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. Really? It looks awesome. See, my favorite part is a little bit later when he turns around in the rain with a spike. Okay. That's my favorite shot of the All series. Right. Actually, I think this whole opening sequence is fucking awesome. It is. And it's one of my favorite things of this movie mm-hmm. and of the series. It's a pretty good one. So Ron runs up behind him, hits him with a shovel. Bruh. Hey, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. Hey, bruh. Okay. Have you not seen the other four movies, or the other three <laughs> yeah. movies that this guy's in at this point? So he rips his heart out. Now Fatality bonus. Now, Tom McLaughlin said that they sh- there was a shot of Jason stepping on the heart yeah. on the ground, and he, he like squashes it, but they lost the footage somewhere. MPA wouldn't have let that happen anyway. This movie got hacked shit. There's a lot. Is it a lot of the kills in this movie? Are you kind of quick? Yeah. This one. It's uh, back part when five. like America didn't have real problems, so they were like, "Uh, movies are too violent. It's ruining the kids." <laughs> well, it was the Reagan '80s, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least times have changed, right? We have sensible politics now. Anywho, <laughs> Tommy says, "All right, see ya. I'm out of here." Yes. Thank you for not having the, oh my God, the truck won't turn over. Yeah. He just got in, sped off, see you later. That truck is from part five also. I read that. Yeah. Jason puts on the mask, turns around. Turns around to the camera. He's like, what's up? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you ready? <laughs> uh, you know, I know why you're here. We all know why you're here. <laughs> we know what you came for. <laughs> <laughs> and we get the 007 opening. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. What a great opening. I love that. <laughs> it's pretty great. You got to have some balls to be like, mm-hmm. you want to do a 007 homage, have Jason walk, turn, slice at the screen. And then it comes up, Jason lives, and you slice shit, under yeah. Jason lives. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, so like. Also, you get long title card, long <laughs> title sequence. It's like a full moon movie. Just tight. <laughs> let's, pad, let's pad that movie for as long as we can. We got to get to 90 minutes. Not quite 87 for this yeah, one. Yeah, actually, it's an entire minute. I filmed it. I mean, not filmed I timed it. 
But yeah, I gotta say the the 007 opening is fucking awesome. And it, it really lets you know what kind of tone movie you're in. Yeah, for. it sets the tone. It's like, hey, we're gonna bring the thunder, but we're gonna have some fun. Yeah. Kind of like the Harlem Globetrotters. It's like, oh, they can play, uh huh, but they're gonna have fun with it. Exactly. We're we're going. You know, you're here for the bucket. <laughs> we're going to throw the bucket at you. It's going to be confetti. Trust you, me, it's going to happen. <laughs> we know you want the dunks. Yeah. And the razzle dazzle. Yeah. But you know. So, <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, part six is the Harlem Globetrotters yeah. of the series. Got it. Okay. <laughs> razzle dazzle. Title cards. <laughs> Not razzle dazzle. <laughs> it's just a blank screen with the score playing. Yeah. And it goes on for like a whole minute. Yeah. So, I always fast forward through that every time I watch this movie. Me too. Yeah. And you get a shot of Jason walking through the woods. As Tommy enters the police station, you and show business kid sure know how how to make a hell of an entrance. <laughs> he just comes in. The sheriff immediately pulls a gun on him. I was like, "What?" I like the sheriff here. I do like the sheriff too. Yeah. Um, sometimes the banter between him and uh, his daughter gets a little over. Like we get it, you know, you're a teenage daughter and he's trying to protect <laughs> you, but you're trying to get out from under that umbrella. Did you know that in real life she was he, he was, was her a- acting coach? Yes. Yeah, I like the hard ass cop routine he plays, and you know, <laughs> and the other cop really makes an entrance. He's like, "What the hell's going on with the weather up there?" It's like, "Hey, can you dial it back just a hair?" Also, I hate the name Forest Green. It's so stupid. Forest are, Green. Are you gonna name it Wood Brown? Is the town next to you? Yeah, Forest Green's a nice, quiet place. We don't need you coming around here spreading this Jason talk. So they lock up Tommy. Now we cut to Elizabeth and Darren driving in the car. Driving in the bug. Yeah. And Elizabeth is played by Tom McLaughlin's wife. Yes. And Darren is the bad guy and ghost. That's right. Yeah. Damn, I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah. That movie used to scare me as a kid. Really? Yeah, you know, like at that the very- pottery scene is just absolutely. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, the end with the shadows and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah, that, that used to creep me out as a kid. Is that like a. What, are, what were those supposed to be? Demons? Dragging him to I'm hell. I'm assuming that's what that was. It's been so long since I've seen that movie also. And Darren was also in the Last House on the Left remake. I never saw it. Really? Yeah. It's pretty good. Really? I got to rewatch that, actually. I only saw it once, but it wasn't bad. Hmm. Way better than the original, which is not a good movie. <laughs> Will anybody argue that? I'm sure, I'm sure there are uh, plenty oh, yeah. of them, yeah. It's an amazing movie. Now, here's our first... Uh, self-aware line yeah i've seen enough horror movies to know a weirdo wearing a mask is never a good thing (laughs) yeah so they're like all right we're gonna back up now this part always kind of bothers me okay he's like if we back into that goalie we're gonna get stuck but it's like you just came from that exact direction (laughs) (laughs) but you just drove over it yeah so Okay. Yeah, and maybe you should think twice about driving a fucking VW Bug in the torrential down da- in the woods. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anyways, they drive up to Jason. They're gonna scare him off. Mm-hmm. Jason's like, "Oh, cool. Oh, he's got ice water in his veins." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, watch this." Mm-hmm. He stabs the wheel. So Darren gets out, grabs his pistol, shoots Jason, but he stabs him, tosses him over his shoulder. Love that kill. That's one of them, I really do. He just does it, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's enough of that, and just throws him back in my yeah, like, that's a pretty shit. badass kill. And then he stabs the windshield. If you go back and rewatch this, C.J. Graham, who plays Jason, 
nearly stabs the actress. Yeah. So Tom McLaughlin said that, I've heard this explained two ways. Tom yeah. McLaughlin said that when he went to stab her, like his kind of killer instincts kicked in and he just followed her with yeah. the spear. But I heard that like once the tip hit the windshield, it kind of slid a little bit. When I was doing research about it, it also said that uh, it just kind of went rogue on him when he stabbed uh-huh. it. And it, they only had one shot at it too, apparently. Uh, mm. And so it just kind of went towards her. Yeah. Elizabeth tries to bribe Jason. But uh, he stabs her face through the mud puddle. Yes, she almost drowned. Now was that her actual body? Like, yeah, that was her. Puddle? That was her. She I almost always drowned. Just assumed like, well, obviously they would get a dummy for that. No, because wow. apparently had some breathing apparatus in there, and it was yeah. only for like clean water. But apparently, like the mud kept coming through the breathing hole. Why wouldn't they just like get a? F- maybe he was good. Maybe he was mad at his wife that day, and it was like this movie. Like whenever I see this scene, it's always effective for me. Like the oh, sound yeah. effect, it's like. And then the the credit card, you know, because Jason doesn't take American Express. Actually, the card says American Excess. Oh, okay. Get it? Yeah. And they really held on the frame there of the the credit card floating in the water for a bit because Tom said he wanted that to be a moment in the theater where somebody shouts, never leave home without it. Yeah, those commercials back in the day. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, he's got a comedy background. He was a mob. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He started in like the LA mob. He was like the director for the LA mob company. Did you There's know actually he's... a bit more about that a little bit later in the Okay. You know he's actually um in a band? No. Yeah. He um so he was in a band in the sixties and apparently they like opened for the doors and Grateful Dead and So you're saying the man's dropped acid a time or two? Probably. <laughs> and he is still rocking the 80s hair. Oh, yeah, he is. And leather jacket. Kudos to you, dude. Oh, yeah. He's like 68 or 9 or Keep something. Keep the dream alive. Megan and her friends, they entered the police station. Did you catch this? She's like, drive out to Cunningham Road. Oh, yeah. Oh. And oh, the, the <laughs> town over is um, Carpenter. Carpenter? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Tom McLaughlin was a big fan of the Carpenters. Mm-hmm. That's what that's referring to. Yes. yes. So you meet um, Megan's friends, Court and Sissy. Court, John Travolta's nephew? Yes. Apparently he was in Karate Kid. I don't know what role, but according to his uh, bio, he was in there. And, oh shit, he was in Face Off with John Travolta and Nick Cage. Really? Yep. It was in Face Off. I don't know. Sissy is a soap opera actor, actress. Really? Most, that's what I saw most of her stuff was, like Guiding Light and General Hospital and the like. Okay. So Tommy warns the kids and tries to warn the sheriff, and you see uh, old Martin, the caretaker. Some people have a sick idea of entertainment. Oh, he's talking to us. Yeah. I mean, he's got a high school, I mean, he's a high school graduate. He deserves this job. So the counselors <laughs> arrive at camp, and Megan tells the Jason story. As the kids arrive. She can think of one thing even more scary. And then she points at the... And then the, the school bus cool, pulls up with all the kids. <laughs> and then after that, uh, Lisa Turtle... I'm sorry, Sissy. <laughs> oh, hey, I actually put that as well. Lisa Turtle uh, she knockoff. Says, she says... Uh, Lark I think I'd Voorhees? Re- yeah, exactly. <laughs> she says, I think I'd rather deal with old Jason. It's like, oh, you literally just recycled the exact same joke. Well, so, hey, now we get the paintball scene. Oh, God bless those paintballers. You serve no point to the plot, but we love you for it. You know, I don't have a lot of cons with this movie, yeah. but looking back on it, I think the whole paintball thing was a little little too silly. 
Yeah, I mean they're they're a little dumb. The only thing that they they serve the plot is that they Jason gets his machete from them. That's true. They never really interact at all with anything else that's going on in the movie. Also, this is different, J- uh, Jason. By the way, that's right. Yeah, if this you, is the first thing they shot. Yeah, if you go back and rewatch this, you notice that this Jason looks quite thick. Yeah, he's a thick boy. He has a nice set of man boobs on him as well. <laughs> I noticed that today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the line here of the whatever their names, Larry and whoever the two walking talking in the woods. He's like, "You become this whole other person when you're out here." I don't like it. Yeah, I'm. Okay. What's going on here? <laughs> Can we get a movie on these two guys? <laughs> yeah. Like, what was happening before all this going on? <laughs> yeah. Then they cut to the guy. He's like the angry guy. He's like dumb broad. She tricked me. She stayed in the kitchen where she belongs. I was like, oh, that joke. So, do you think this shot here? Every time they whack the machete and the camera follows it, did that remind you of The Shining? A bit where it like follows the whack. No, no, I didn't, no, I didn't think about that. No, I really didn't. Yeah, kind of reminds me of the axe scene. In the yeah, scene. which I love that shot. Yes. Well, Jason grabs his hand, throws him against a tree, and rips his arm off. With the smiley face in the tree. That's not needed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like, come on. Yeah. Really? That's, okay. That's, yeah, this whole paintball thing is too silly. It really doesn't serve the movie or the plot at all. Yeah. They're my biggest gripe with the whole movie. And then the other three are walking through the woods, and Jason is hiding up in a tree. Yeah, and he, he just, just hops down. Drops, drops down and triple head decapitation. Which, that was edited pretty heavily by the MPAA, because originally you were going to see the heads fall, and then the bodies drop. And you can see it now on the, on the Camp Crystal Lake documentary. Uh-huh. Uh, you can see the the unedited version. The heads just, like, he does a swipe, and the heads fall, and then the bodies, you know, just drop. That's it was right. really cool. Did you see all, like, the deleted and... I saw a lot of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, they're escorting Tommy out of town. But Tommy's like, I'm going to go to the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Cop's like, fucking A, hit the noise in the cherries. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line, too. The noise in the cherries. Yeah. Dude, their new album's so good. Cherry Poppin' Daddy. <laughs> Remember the Zoot Suits thing back in the late 90s? Zoot Suit everybody... Drive. Right, yeah. Throw back a bottle of beer. <laughs> Remember the late 90s? Well, that was like a popular thing, though. What, to dress like you're in the... Like a Zoot Suit and do your... What kind of dancing was that? <sighs> like the Elvis. Yeah. Kind of... Yeah. I don't know. That's the thing, though. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Rockabilly. A yeah. lot of those people dress like that. Go to a speakeasy bar and I guess. Do the flappers. So he shows him Jason's grave, but. Caretaker took care of that because he, he didn't think it was funny. That's right. And this is when uh, Rick, Officer Rick. Badass Officer Rick. Wherever the red dot goes, you bang. <laughs> I was like, that's funny. I was like, also, do you remember mail order stuff back in the day? You open yeah. a magazine and you put in cash and they, or not even cash, a mail order or a money order? Sometimes cash. Yeah. You would just like send it to a random address and be like, all right, I hope they don't just steal my money. Yeah. They easily could. Yeah, exactly. What or remember, do? open an account or open a, a, a case with PayPal or something? Yeah. It's like, no, there's no trace. Exactly. Or remember those albums you could buy for a penny? Like those things that kept failing oh, everybody? Like 12 for a dollar yeah. or whatever. 12. Yeah. I totally did that. I never paid it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how are you thinking this is going to make money at all? I don't know, but I took advantage of it. <laughs> um, what's the caretaker? Old man Martin. Yes. He's like, does he think I'm a fart head? Yeah. Cuts to all the kids. Yeah. 
Let's stop right here. Is this movie too silly? Yes. In so? spots, there's parts of it that I think are a little too silly. Which I'm sure which is partly why some people prefer part four, because it's not a silly movie. Yeah. I could I kind of understand that. Um I mean still this is a fun watch for me. Mm-hmm. This is still my number one of the series. Yeah. But I see why people prefer part four. Because yeah. for one, you don't get Crispin Glover doing a sweet dance. You, yes, he's not in this Where's one. The though, right? <laughs> <laughs> and two, it's more of a traditional Friday yeah. the 13th. Part movie. four is really, they took everything that worked in the first three movies and they mm-hmm. really like narrowed it down to how it you know, really, really works in the fourth one. Where this one is just kind of like almost making fun of the other ones, you know? Yes. Albeit a lot of it worked. I just have a problem with like the over the top silly shit. Like, does he think I'm a fart head? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the paintball thing, like, ugh, that whole little section there. If they cut all that out and put like like a good brutal death scene or something. Yeah, or... and it's, this thing is like if you edit out the paintball stuff and some of the reshoots with the couple later, mm-hmm. this movie would have been like seventy minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's why they the credits are like a minute of? Oh, I'm sure that's why it's extra padding. It's only eighty six minutes as of a whole movie. Yeah, I mean, so, and I'm sure sometimes so it's these really are... eighty five minutes. Now it cuts to the. The death scene with uh, the caretaker oh, walking yeah. through the woods. You're going to be the death of me. You get it? Because he throws <clears throat> it back. Of course, you never hear the smash. That's right. And your boy, Jason <laughs> Voorhees. <laughs> boy. Your boy, Jason Voorhees. That's right. He smashes it and stabs him with it. All the while, this couple are hanging out in the woods at night. Yeah. Reshoots. This is all reshoots. Because apparently when they were screening the movie, the feedback was, we need more deaths. We need more deaths. And looking back on the movie, I kind of see what they're talking about. Yeah. There's not a lot of, there's a good amount of deaths. I, mean, there's, I think there's 18 um, <clears throat> people that get killed in this movie. But after mm-hmm. a certain point, there's really, nobody really dies for a while. It's a big. Yeah. So you get the bottle break, throat stab. And the couple, they walk up on Jason, or the guy does. Mm-hmm. Their death scene's kind of meh. The, what are uh, we going to do? We got to get to the sheriff station. Yeah. <laughs> Shish kebobbed. <laughs> Which he, in two swings. Okay, this is survivalist, Jason. So, about being a big thing about being a survivalist is, you know, making sure your energy and your calorie count. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, so, three swings, he kills five people. Five people? Yeah, because he does one swing, the three-head decapitation. Oh, okay. And then the shish kebab, that's two people with one one stab. That's right. He's conserving his energy. Yeah, but it's kind of lame because just a little bit of blood comes out of the mouth. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> It's like, all right. It's not even the first shish kebab in the, in the series either. Part two, the bed. Okay. With the spike. Been a while since I saw that. Yeah, it's the one I've seen the least. I thought that was the first. It's the uh, second one. Well, that's Ke- Wait, that's not Kevin. Kevin. He gets the one okay. Yeah. You're right. You're right. All right. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm right, baby. You are the expert. Gre- like, I have no problem admitting this. Jason knows way more about the Friday the 13th series than I do. I'm playing catch up. <laughs> if you want to know Halloween, you come to your boy. <laughs> Jason's a little bitch. How yeah. many copies of Halloween on VHS do you have? Well... <laughs> If you had heard in the previous episode, I'm going to open Spook House Video soon. It's coming soon, folks. So, yes, I'm accumulating a mass of Halloween tapes on VHS. And I have six right now. I'm planning on keeping two of those for my personal use. Yeah. 
Mind your own business. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Quit biting my shit, Jason. I do want a copy of Jason Lives on VHS. Yeah. I would like to get the whole series. That would be a nice one. Now we get a shot of the kids sleeping. This is the first time we see kids at a camp. Yeah. In all a, the other in, times. In a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah, right? all the other times we see people that like live there, like part four, just folks that live there for the most part. Mm-hmm. Or they're getting ready for the camp for the kids to get there. That's right. And I like these shots here. Yeah. Kind of raises the stakes of the movie. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, there's a cabin full of kids. Don't kill the kids. It'd be like if there were a cabin full of dogs. You'd be like, if you, I swear to God, if you harm one hair on their the head, thing is, I'm going to... It's Jason a horror Voorhees, movie. <laughs> you're going to meet Karen if you... <laughs> Whatever you do, don't tell Michael Myers about the place full of puppies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, that's my biggest gripe with the Halloween series. It's like, really? Does that have to be in his lore? Like, oh, he eats dogs. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this isn't a man. All right. So, yes, adding the, the kids in the cabins and that whole angle raises the stakes of the movie. And it, it brings in a sense of innocence to yeah. the movie as well. Because they're very young Jason, kids. These are young. Young kids are young. Yeah. So, you know, and Jason died when he was... Drowned when he was a kid. He did. We're bringing connections all over the place. Boy, we're a couple of hard-hitting journalists, huh, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> it's 15 more minutes. We're going to crack this COVID thing. Yep, thanks for sticking with us. So, <laughs> Sissy and Paula play Camp Blood. Yes. Oh, is this an actual game? I don't think so, but it sounds Can like you play the... this? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, but it sounds like the NES video, Jason, the Friday the 13th video game. You got to find out where Jason is in Camp Blood, which cabin he's in. Yeah, that game's horrible. Oh, yeah. Um, You put the jack in the deck of cards, which is Jason, yeah. and each stack represents a cabin. Mm-hmm. Is this an... I want to learn how to play this. I, is this is probably an actual game? some sort of game like this, I guess. I'm going to YouTube it later. RV scene, baby. RVs are rocking because mm-hmm. Court and Nikki are having yeah. sex in it. So apparently, the actor like, hey, they realized they didn't have any nudity in this movie. They're like, hey, do you want to do this topless? And she's like, no, nah, I've already signed the contract. I'm not doing any nudity. <laughs> oh wow, keeping up with our theme of uh, actresses saying, I don't want to get topless. Yeah, and the director's like, but we need you to. Is this sounding more like a producer thing? They came to where it's like, hey, we realize there's no nudity in this. Well, there's. No nudity in this movie. I think this is the only Friday the 13th uh, movie that doesn't have nudity. Yeah. And props to uh, Tom McLaughlin for not being a fucking sleazebag like a certain other Friday the 13th movie we may have talked about. From what we've heard, that guy was kind of a jerk. Well, Jason rips the power out. Not you, Jason. (laughs) Jason Voorhees rips the power out. So Court goes to plug it back in. Yeah. And they drive off. Now, Court, he seems way too excited about driving an RV. I've never driven an RV, but I don't it want to. It can't be to. that fun. No. He's like, oh, this is great. This is great. <laughs> All right. I'm loving this. This is awesome. It's like, I've hey. never met, met these kind of people that like to like, self-talk about literally everything they're doing. It's like, hey, I'm walking down the street. Well, I walk down the street. There's a nice little bird out there. This is a good time, street walking. <laughs> so you got Alice Cooper jamming. Oh, this one is the first of three Alice Cooper songs in this movie. That's right. This is... um. Teenage Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Nikki was the girl, and she keeps falling back because he's driving this thing like an asshole. Uh-huh. And then she finally starts walking towards, and she's screaming at him, but he's got the music playing so loud. She can't, he can't hear anything behind there. And then Jason right. comes out of the bathroom and grabs her, 
and then he smashes her face into a metal wall. Basically. Love it. You I know how they did that? Scene. How? So they filmed it underwater and had like a, a plastic tarp, and they filmed oh. it in slow-mo underwater. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice little touch. So yeah, I got to say, that's one of my favorite death scenes in the movie. Yeah. It's really cool. Head through the wall. Um, and of course, course, by there, are you taking a dump? <laughs> He's like, what are you taking a dump back there? <laughs> now, did you catch this, Jason? He says, want me to go back and catch a peek or vice versa? Yeah. So he's saying, do you or want snatch me to, a peek or peek a snatch? Do you want me to go watch you take a shit? Yeah. Or perhaps you watch me take a shit? Ooh. I'm, I'm going to pass on both of those. Blumpkin, maybe? Ooh. <laughs> gross. If that's a thing. Ugh, you are nasty. (laughs) (laughs) So Jason sneaks up behind him, stabs him through the fucking head. Mm -hmm. And we got the RV crash. Yep, last thing they shot. Last thing they shot. And apparently CJ Graham was inside the... I heard him say that. I was like, why? Yeah, why would you be inside this? Unless maybe he was the driver or something. Maybe he's a stunt driver too. I don't know. But why, why would you put... I don't know. I'm assuming he would be the stunt driver. Maybe. Uh, maybe they just had like a couple stunt drivers in there and C.J. Graham, and they just give it a real realism to it, yeah. you know? Well, good RV crash. Jason flings the door open, stand, standing on top of the RV with the flames around it. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Good shot. It is. I got to say, for a $3 million budget, this movie really goes for it. Yeah. I mean, very ambitious movie. Like, they could have... Uh, a lazy director with no balls could have been like, we're just not even going to drive the RV. All this could have happened while the RV was parked or something. Yeah, we're just going to take this thing or we're like, going to twist it a little bit. Like Jason could have snuck in, stabbed him in the bed, next scene. Exactly. It would have been pretty forgettable. Yeah. But they're like, no, nah, fuck that. Let's, let's have an RV crash and do all this stuff. So kudos to him. So back at the station... Megan and Sheriff are arguing. And Rick phones the sheriff, and he just found Elizabeth and Darren's bodies in the woods. He is absolutely convinced that Tommy's just getting, or that Tommy's making everything look like Jason and just killing everybody. Yeah. So Tommy calls into the station, but Megan picks up. She's like, Where are you? I'll go pick you up. Where is he, Jason? He's at Carlos General something. I don't know. General store. Yeah. I know exactly where that is. I'll come pick you up in which, 20 minutes. Which is an obvious Frankenstein reference. Yes. Much like the beginning of this movie. So Jason walks up to the camp. Did you notice this, Jason? He does the goddamn Michael Myers head tilt. No. Yeah. I didn't see that. He tilts his head because he sees Camp Forest Green. Uh-huh. So he's like, oh, What's this? <laughs> if he just like turned around, like movie over. I mean, this isn't my camp. I don't know what you're talking about. <sighs> you know what? The Friday the 13th series can have the head tilt. <laughs> I've wanted that gone for so long. <laughs> you know what? Halloween kills. If you don't do the head tilt, did they do it in the last one? Did he do it? I don't think so. I'm trying to remember if he did or not. I can't remember. I don't think he did. Thank God. Yeah. That shit's cheesy. <laughs> I mean, it worked in the first one, but yeah. it doesn't have to be in every goddamn movie. No, it doesn't. Anywho, Jason walks up to the camp. Rick finds more corpses. He's like, he picked a good day to pull this shit. What do you mean? Happy Friday the 13th. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. 
Then you see Sissy reading a magazine. What magazine is she reading, Phil? It's a male porn? I'm a, it says men at play. Okay. I'm assuming it's uh, male pornography. Yeah, it definitely said like nude something something on the cover. Ooh. And you also see a Bowie album, vinyl record. Yeah. Aladdin Sane. Yeah, and you also, which was the working title for this movie when they were filming it. Yeah. And you also see a book, Stay Alive, in the background. So, Sissy, discount Lisa Turtle, hears yeah. a noise outside the window, but Jason pulls her out of the window. So, rips okay. her goddamn head off. When she jumps the soda, by the way, do we know? Jumps the soda? When she dumps the soda. <laughs> yes. Do we even know if like it's good land, to be back. lands on anything? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, also, it's very hard to jump cans of soda, I know. That's right. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of pressure, you know? Well, if you don't do it, you knock it over and you get sticky. Like Ollie over a can of soda. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you don't... Maybe she poured it on Jason. Or maybe she did and he got so mad because who likes to be sticky from soda? That That's soda right. sticky is awful. Nasty. Yeah. And he's like, well, By the way, go. that was totally straight up water when she poured it out. I just noticed that the yeah. other day. Anyways... Megan pulls up to Karloff's store, tells Tommy to hop in. No one drives that car but her. Yeah, that's right. And you get a shot of Jason carrying Sissy's headless corpse around. For some reason, when I saw this the other day, I I know I'd seen this so obvious, but I was like, oh, he's carrying her corpse around. I always remembered it as this shot of him just walking by the cabin. I didn't oh. know he had her corpse slumped over his oh, yeah. shoulder. Anyways. He's like a cat. He's got to show it off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> got to show off his kill. Did you know when cats bring you like a dead mouse or something, they're saying like, look, owner, I'm a worthy uh, predator. I can, <laughs> they're like bringing you a dead. They're like, here, eat this. Yeah. I, <laughs> I've, I've heard that. I don't, you know, I'm not going too far into the, the cat psyche because it just would drive you crazy, I feel <laughs> like. <laughs> Which is... Quite morbid, but oh so cute. <laughs> Look at you, so, you murdered something and brought it to me. <laughs> so Megan drives by a speeding sign. Did you catch this sign? Question mark, question mark. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, scary movie. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> so they see roadblocks. And Megan's like, hey, we're going to make this fast six. <laughs> <laughs> While Alice Cooper plays. Yeah, the second Alice Cooper song. Which uh, be, I wrote it down. No, I did not write it down, but I Googled it, and I forgot what the song was called. Cool. Yeah. So, she puts Tommy's head in her puss. <laughs> and makes several of uh, somewhat... Yeah. Going to be like, a hairy turn. Yeah. She's like, this is going to be a hairy turn. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Talking about the bush. That's right. And at one point, she's like, that's how I like it. Well, they pull up to uh, the sheriff. He catches them. And yeah, he pulls a shotgun on his daughter. Pulls a shotgun on her. Back at the station, Sheriff is with Tommy and Megan. The phone rings, so Sheriff has to leave while Rick watches him. I love when he's like, sit tight, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) He's fucking awful. (laughs) Anytime I go to the bathroom where we take a break, I'm like, sit tight, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) The Sheriff learns of Court and Nikki's death, and they find out that Tommy was with Megan the entire time those deaths occurred. I also love the part like, you, you should be pumped full formaldehyde. You, you're grounded. <laughs> it's like, you're going to wish you should be killed. You, no cable TV for you for a week. <laughs> 
I can't believe this movie didn't reference MTV. I'm pretty surprised by that, too. I thought it did. No, it never does. They, they mentioned TV at one point. I'm like, oh, here it is. But I don't know. Huh. I wish we could get some MTV out here at this camp. It's like, all right, Kelly. <laughs> so Paula is investigating the camp. She checks the phone. It's dead. And the door swings open. And Jason's like, surprise, bitch. Mm-hmm. Daddy's home. Exactly. <laughs> And then he like yeah, closes. You see like a, a splash of blood against yeah. the window. And then he, he throws her out the window. He's like, oh, no, you're going to learn today. <laughs> and he brings her back in. Yeah. Yeah. He goes back for seconds like Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> so back at the station, Tommy's in the jail cell. Megan is drawing in a book or something. What is she drawing? Like little lines? Is it just like lines? Well, she holds up something that says like, she holds up her plan to Tommy. Like, yeah. hey, you say this, I'll come over here and do that, and blah, blah, blah. Pulling a sneaky. Oh, yeah. So, Tommy's like, hey, let me see your drawing. He's like, oh, it stinks. <laughs> then she throws it at him. <laughs> then Tommy and Meg start making out. And Tommy grabs her. Yeah. And then they do the, like, he opens his eyes. He's like, oh, this is nice. And then when he closes his eyes, she opens her eyes. He's like, oh, this is nice. And closes her <laughs> eyes again. And at that moment, you realize this is a Nicholas Sparks movie all along. All right. Exactly. Okay. And here is the worst line delivery in this entire movie, Jason. Officer Rick comes over. Yes. He says, you little turd. I ought to punch you silly. <laughs> Ooh. I got a feeling he's got a, a unrequited love for, for Megan. Yeah, well, she pulls his gun out and puts the red dot on him. He says, Megan, don't clown around. I'm not the one with the funny red nose. Oh, snap. Yeah, I don't really care for Megan, I don't think. Really? Yeah, I don't think I really like her that much. She retired after this movie. Really? Yeah, she doesn't act anymore. Do you know? Scout says, I'm saying, like, I don't You know what? Shit. I think she's a shitty actress as well. <laughs> I don't think she's that bad in this. I don't think she's bad. I don't like the character. Her lines are a little hokey. There's you know? several kind of hokey lines in this movie. Do you know what her husband does? Tea. He founded Celestial Teas. I drink their tea all the time. Really? Had I known there was a connection to the chamomile tea I like to drink in Friday the 13th Part 6, I would have said, get out of here. Well, y'all are basically related at this point, then. You know, you drink pretty their much. tea, you like her his wife's movie, so... Yeah, pretty much. Well, she lets Tommy out, and he drops the keys right in front of the jail cell. Yeah. Only like four feet in front of the jail cell. He could take his shirt off, throw it on top of those keys, drag it over. He'll be out of there in like 30 seconds. I mean, uh, he's, he doesn't need to be a, a Harry Houdini in order to get out. Or maybe even Otis the Drunk from... Uh, uh... You know what? Tommy just kind of saved his life, though. Because Rick would have gone to K- Crystal Lake. Yeah. Gotten killed, probably. Oh, you know it. <clears throat> He's got a hard on for the sheriff. He would have done anything for that guy. Yeah. Well, they book it to Crystal Lake. This is when Tommy's like, the only way to kill Jason is to return him to his original resting place. I'm going to put a chain around his neck drop his ass into the bottom of the lake. So wait, wouldn't his original resting place be Tommy Jarvis's house? Um... Because he... I guess, because in the first four, he never really died in the lake, right? <laughs> I don't know. So his original resting place... What if they just put, like, they cremated and put him, like, on a mantle in his house? Oh, that's old Jason Voorhees. He's murdered 115 people. He was... Go to the living mongoloid. room. Mongoloid. 
Well, that doesn't have the same pizzazz as we're going to go to the lake and kill him there. And also, a, a undead father can't pop up in the next movie. Well, <laughs> Jason enters the kid's cabin, walks up to Nancy, gets all up in her grill. Yeah. But he leaves when the cops pull up. Now, uh, do you think Jason would have killed her? I don't know. She was praying mighty hard to thank you, Jesus. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's a scientifically proven way to. Philippi- uh, Philippians three twenty two. Yes. I can do all things through Christ, who compels that's not me. She's I don't know. Easy, John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, John Jones. Yeah, really. So, do you think Jason would have killed her? I don't know what he would have done. So I think he was just smelling her hair. I think he was just trying to freak her out. You know, I think Jason has a sympathy for, like, kids or something. Maybe. He was killed when he was a kid. Sheriff Garris sees the blood-soaked cabin. The officer on the pier is looking around. He spots Jason. <laughs> Jason shows off his deadly accuracy. Mm-hmm. There's a knife right between his fucking eyes. Oh, he's a full-on, like, mall ninja at this point. <laughs> yeah. So Nancy runs up to the officer outside, and Jason pops out. He gives him the old Halloween 4 Brady skull crunch. Oh, yeah. He grabs pops, him by the yeah. head and mm-hmm. yeah, he pops him like Dr. Pimple Popper over there. You could say this was a Brady crunch. Brady this crunch. This is a story <laughs> about a guy named Jason. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is Sheriff Garris puts the kids in the cabin, and he bumps into J-Bone outside. Yeah. I like the little standoff here. They just kind of stare at each other. Yeah. They're like, what, bitch? Like, <laughs> it's like two dogs staring at each other in the yard. Yeah. Start shooting him with the shotgun. Jason raises a machete, then he shoots him real quick. Shotgun. Then he shoots him like three more times. He shoots him three times, which I guess goes to show that he probably shouldn't have a plug in his shotgun, because he just robbed himself with two extra shots. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm assuming that's what happened. Because he like throws a shotgun now because it's useless to him. Yeah. Well, he shoots him in the head with his pistol. And Tom McLaughlin wasn't happy with this effect. Because you see a a little hole where he shoots him, but it's barely visible. Yeah. Because his mask already has a ton of holes in it. Yeah. It's not that great. Oh, this is where you get the, what do you think? I think we're dead meat. (laughs) Megan finds Sissy's head in the cop car. Real dead meat. Yeah. I mean, Jason pulls, this is the only time I can think of where Jason just like pulls a prank on somebody because he had to take Sissy's head, put it somewhere where it would fall out of the cop car Uh, and like to scare somebody. Yeah. It's the only time I can think of Jason ever doing anything like that. Well, he does that that shit like, you know that old gag where it's like the person falls down from the ceiling and they swing Okay, I guess he does do that a couple times. I want to see somebody make a, a YouTube how-to video. Okay. How, like, these these killers do this. Like, what are they doing? Like, where are their legs? Are they, like, glued to the ceiling, and there's a string that they hit, and they flop down and swing? That's what the Rise of Leslie's Burning was, Burning was really missing in that movie. It was. <laughs> how did they do that gag? Yeah. They did it in Halloween. So Megan and Tommy arrive to Camp Crystal Lake for a screen. Tommy goes to the dock, hops on the boat. You know, this is really all kind of his fault. He should be like, oh, I'm sorry about all this. <laughs> kind of my bad. Yeah. My bust. <laughs> I may have be responsible for your dad's death here in a little bit. So Garrus tackles Jason, starts to beat the shit out of him with a rock. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, he's doing a good job. And then all of a sudden Jason's like, okay, that's enough of that bullshit. 
He's like, you know what? I need some new patio furniture. How about a lone chair? <laughs> Just folds them backwards. That was supposed to be much longer. Yeah, I saw the uh, the extended cut of that scene is on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, brutal death scene. So Tommy is on the boat. Him and Megan have a little argument. He's like, hand me the padlock again, like three feet away. <laughs> All you got to do is reach over there and grab it. <laughs> well, Tommy motorboats out to the lake. Jason explodes through the cabin. Yeah, he says, fuck this door. I'm going to kill every goddamn kid here. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if he but does? But then he busts out of the other cabin, <laughs> uh, out of the other end of the cabin. Yeah. And he grabs Megan. He's about to add her to the Brady Crunch family. Exactly. But he doesn't because Tommy starts talking shit to him. Yeah. Just real quick. Yes. Could you imagine, like, if Jason goes in that cabin with all the kids were? were. Also, they're doing an awful job of hiding like they were told to. Just kills all of them? And, like, we're talking, like, uh, you know, the rave scene from Freddy vs. Jason. He just, uh-huh. like, slices all these kids in half. Be pretty funny. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy starts talking mad shit to Jason. He's like, come on, chicken shit, you pussy. First time Jason gets called a pussy. Serious. Only time? Maybe. I don't know. But he does get told, uh, you know, he should go find a, a pig to fuck. Well, Tommy pours gas all around the boat. Sets it on fire. There's a ring of fire around the boot. Yeah. At one point, like, Megan starts screaming at it again. And then he just stops and starts going back towards Megan. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Jason has the attention span of a golden retriever or something. Tommy's like, Megan! Megan! No, Megan! <laughs> it's me you want it, isn't it, Jason? It's like that Key and Pill sketch. Remember that? Which one? The guy's following his angry girlfriend out of the club. He's like, <laughs> Megan, come back! Megan! <laughs> he just, like, follows her for, like, halfway across the country. She's like, Megan! Megan! <laughs> like, Leave me alone! <laughs> so anyways, Tommy pours gas all around the boat. And hey, props to them for raising the stakes here. They're like, hey, let's add some fire to this shit. Does that even work, though? If you pour gas in the water, is it light? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how long it would bond together like yeah. that to stay flammable. Yeah. I don't know. Also, that boat stays remarkably still considering everything that's going on, on inside of it when uh, Jason pops up to get for uh, Tommy. All right, Mr. Nitpick. I mean, say, okay. have you ever been in a John boat, even when it's I anchored? Have. I mean, that I, thing. I they grew const- up in the South, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. One little step, and it's like, oh, shit. Exactly. <laughs> so Jason and Tommy have a little tussle. Jason does a five-star frog splash onto the boat. <laughs> Swan Tom Bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Tommy's finally able to get the chain around his neck. So anyways, Jason uh, drops to the bottom of the lake. Mm -hmm. Tommy's floating in the lake. Megan runs out to rescue him, flips him over. Jason grabs her leg, though. She puts the boat motor on his face. Gets his neck. Breaks his fucking neck. I think it was pretty brutal. I like that part. Especially the little neck snap, and you see all the meat flying up. it's It's like, fuck yeah. Shot of Jason underwater looks cool. It does. Dig that. She gives Tommy CPR. Yeah, she, the old Baywatch scene. Yeah. Did you see the extended cut of that? I did not see the extended cut of okay. that. So he coughs up the water. Uh-huh. All the kids start cheering. It's like, ugh. Okay. <laughs> Good thing they cut that. And you get a daytime shot of the lake and an up-close shot of Jason floating. You see a shot of his eyeball. Open up. Open up. Dun dun dun. And Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. He's back. Plays us out. 
which is a jammer, by the way. I didn't. Did you watch the music video? I didn't watch it. Did you watch it? I didn't watch the music video, but I listened to the whole song. Yeah. After the movie was over, it's no Prince of Darkness. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that. Did you see how the original ending, scripted ending, was? No. So, obviously, the caretaker didn't die originally. Really? Yeah. And so Elias Voorhees, Jason's dad, shows oh, up. God. Yeah. And like hands, you see that Jason's. Uh, grave was next to Pam's grave. Okay. And he's like handing the caretaker a hundred dollars to make sure that everything stays put for uh uh his grave or whatever. And then he like looks at the camera or something. Oh and you see it's Elias. And apparently the novelization of the movie, which you can get on Amazon for a nice hundred bucks. No thanks. Has that still in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. Thank <laughs> God they didn't do that. <laughs> the ending's fine. It is. Hey, you know what? Alice Cooper has been involved in the big three of the horror franchises. Was he in Halloween? Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's in two, I was, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking John Carpenter, Prince of Darkness. Oh, okay. So yeah. I think John Carpenter, I think Halloween. Kind of. I can understand that. Um, so, yeah, he was in Freddy's Dead. Yeah. Contributed a lot of music to this. There's got to be a Halloween connection. I'll find it. Give me some time. Come back to it. You'll put something on Instagram later in the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say. All right. End of movie. Oh, yeah. Jason. Wibbs. Yeah. On a 10-point scale, what do you give this? I give it an 8. A good 8. It's a lot of fun. There's some things I don't like about it, especially watching it now that kind of uh, it hasn't that haven't really aged well like they used to. Mm-hmm. But uh, for just an overall fun factor, I think this is the best movie in the series. I don't like some of the humor gets a little too silly in spots. Yes. It's not really a scary movie. Um, I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's yeah. not really that scary. I mean, there's a few parts here and there, but it really isn't that scary. Like maybe part four is or part two has some moments that are pretty, pretty scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do like the mask. I like CJ Graham. Yes. Uh, I really don't care for the paintballers at all. Yeah, that falls into the too silly. Yeah. In the cons list. Yeah. Uh-huh. A little too silly. Had they replaced the paintball stuff with, I don't know, kids in the woods yeah. hanging out. Yeah. Something a little more traditional. Exactly. Not paintballers on a business trip. Yeah. And some guy talking about, get back in the kitchen where she belongs. <laughs> hits a tree with a smiley face. Exactly. Right. And then you cut right to, does he think I'm a fart head? You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so you take out that whole, I don't know, six, seven minute chunk of the movie. Yeah. Replace it with something good. That would help a lot. Yeah. I do like, this is my favorite Tommy of the three people that play Tommy. I like him better than Corey Feldman, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, even though he's a little whiny in some parts. And there's some horrible ADR the first time he shows up in the police station. What do you think of Tom Matthews? I like him fine. I can't decide if he's... His voice is sounding kind of strange. There's some lines where I'm like, why don't you try that again? I forgot which one it was. I had it written down. Uh, So when you think of Tom Matthews, do you think of Friday the 13th Part 6 or Return of the Living Dead? This. You know it is? I kind of forget that he was in that. Really? Sort of. I haven't watched that that much. Okay. Other cons. Acting overall, not bad. No, it's not bad. They're both fine. Him and Megan put them together. Get like a B minus. Yeah, some of the dialogue is kind of cringy. I like the sheriff. I think he's pretty good. Yes. Yeah, actually, I was going to say um, when he died, that was like 
It's like, no, not the sheriff. Yeah. No, we kind of <laughs> like him. Yeah, exactly. Kind of a hard ass, but, yeah, you know. Single father. I've got to do all the parenting here, and you're the daughter. That's right. <laughs> Pros of the movie. Let's talk about the positives. Yes. Okay. So for me, Sheriff is good. Megan's fine. Tommy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I know there were a lot of these were kind of just in my cons list. But yeah. They're kind of. I don't know. So what do you think fence. about the kills in this movie overall? There's a couple good ones, sure, but overall, Holly kills. Good. I think it's a wide variety. Some of them are fun. Some of them are a little gory. Overall, kills are solid. Yeah. Creative. Creative kills. C.J. Graham as Jason is my favorite Jason. Really? Yes. So he's probably either for me. It's either C.J. Graham or uh, what's his name from Part Four? I'd, I'd use I'd, Ted White. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Ted White's yeah. Part Four. Um, I uh, think he's really I good. Go in that back one. and rewatch that. I need to burn through this whole series again. I've been kind of hesitant because we've talked about it, you know over mm-hmm. and over again. So I don't want to like be tired out of it. But Part Four is really good. You get okay. that cool. You get that sweet window throwing her out the window scene. That's right. Yeah. Um, another pro, Jason. Anytime you see Jason on screen, it's always serious and intimidating. Excluding the tree smiley face scene when he looks up the hand for a second with the machete, I was like, okay, that's a little too goofy for Jason. But the rest of it is a little bit. Did you see the extended cut of that? No, I didn't see the extended cut of that. Okay, so is it even worse? Um, okay, so he throws the guy against the tree, holds up his severed arm. Yeah. Then he pries the fingers off the machete one at a time. Okay, well, that wasn't C.J. Graham. That was Dan something. I forget his last name. Yes, but thank God they cut that little one-second clip there. (laughs) It just looked ridiculous. (laughs) But yes, I agree. Yeah, look, overall, I really love this movie. Like I said, I watch it once a year. Always have fun when I watch it. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of, like, gives me the same vibe as, like, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. it's not too serious. It's fun. There's some good kills. So, Jason, I'd had this thought. Tom McLaughlin would have been great for Freddy versus Jason, I think. Yeah, definitely. I can see that. Had taken this tone? Yeah, because, I, I mean, Freddy versus Jason, it, you can't take that movie seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like he would have handled that material well. Maybe not make it so fucking silly. Yeah. Like Ronnie, you made it so like a. But then again, in that movie, you did hear lines like, "You mean you're not coming?" <laughs> not my fault. This bitch is dead on her feet. <laughs> oh fuck you! Ugh. Tina, he has asthma. Tina? Oh no, sorry. What's Kia? Kia? How'd you forget Kelly Rowland, dude? Sorry, I really thought it was Tina or something. Kia Sorrento. Kia, he has asthma. I would like to see him direct the next movie. Didn't he say he had like a script? He does, or he says he has an idea. I don't know if he has a script, but he says he has so an I idea for it. I heard his idea, and I think it was like Tommy and Megan are older and have kids. Was he the one something, that had something? I think it's, he was in Snow, too. It was another, uh, oh, the okay. Snow pitch that everybody's been talking right. about. I can get down with some Snow. I can get down with some Snow. But hey. <laughs> and I ain't talking about cocaine, okay? I'm or talking the, about actual uh, Snow. Canadian rapper from the early 90s. Informa. <laughs> but at Vicky Boom Boom now. <laughs> song about eating ass. <laughs> All right. Is this a top 10 horror film for you? Top 10? Yes. Favorite of all time. It, I don't know if it would sneak in there, but it'd be really damn close. I'm putting it on mine. Really? 
I think so. It's, I mean, it, I really, really do like this movie. I know, and I mean, if I'm sitting there thinking about something like Halloween, the thing, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, I do think this Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is better than this movie. Okay. Uh, but it will be very close in the top 10 for sure. Okay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, probably. All right. Ain't mad at that. No. Hmm. It's definitely really close, though. Yeah. Now, what would you have thought if this movie did not have Jason with the mask the entire time? Like, if it was just Jason's zombie face? Mm. Like, he was at the beginning of the movie? And how he, and apparently in part, in part seven, like, he's, that mask is off his face, like, so much in part seven. Yeah. Nah, you gotta have the mask. Yeah, you do have to have the mask. I mean, it would have been good. Would have been an interesting take. Yeah, gotta have the, the mask. So you gotta think about, though, because at this point, he only has the mask in two other movies, really, because we'll throw part five out of the way because he's not. Because uh-huh. he doesn't have it until like halfway through the third movie. And then he's got it all in the fourth movie, and he's not in five. Okay. So it's not maybe not quite as iconic iconic at that time. <laughs> okay. Let me call up Tom McLaughlin real quick. It's like, hey, can you make a cut of uh, Jason, goes, <laughs> Jason Lives sans mask? Just deep fake uh, zombie face Jason. Yeah, just like George Lucas keeps doing fucking with his movies. So you can just like CGI his mask off the entire yeah, movie. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well, anything else you want to add to Jason Lives? Think that about wraps it up, yeah? It's a highlight of the 80s slashers for sure. But it's kind of ironic because it marked the decline, at least of the Friday the 13th series. Because yeah. each one after this just kept dropping box office numbers. Well, this is actually uh, seven made a little bit more money. Really? Yeah. That's this is the lowest grossing Friday the 13th movie in the entire franchise. That's a shame. Didn't even hit $20 million. And it's wow. all because of Part 5. Came close. Yeah. Because everybody just felt so betrayed from Part 5. Well, Jason, anything else you want to add to the Jason Lives episode? I do live. <laughs> <laughs> you do live. Jason Lives, okay? <laughs> Jason so, lives. <laughs> I just want to say, no, this is a great movie, and I'm glad we got How to do it on often the... often growing up... Constantly. People were like... Constantly. Ooh. Jason, you know, from the movies. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was the thing <laughs> that I've had. That's, that is my burden. That's my cross to bear forever. Yeah. As long as Jason Voorhees is in the pop culture, every once in a while I'll get Jason, and somehow I'll go, Jason. Uh-huh. Even today? Every once in a while, yeah. When's the last time it happened? It's happened. Alamo, maybe? Really? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't happen often. It happens at work every once in a while. I've got a Freddy Krueger little uh, action figure on my desk. Really? Okay. And somebody will see that and be like, oh, Jason. Hey. 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 Freddy. You going to fight versus, him later? You going to fight him later? <laughs> I was like, I ain't fuck your You're job. like. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, these TPS reports, huh? <laughs> oh, that's great. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight this little doll. Fuck my life. <laughs> I wish I got COVID-19 to get out of this conversation. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But, yes, uh, more so when I was growing up, but it was constant. Okay. All right, man. Well, we are going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up here. Yep. So, you know what? I don't know when we're going to record again. Yeah. Because I could be moving into a house soon. I don't know. Yeah. It's, well... Good probability. So there's a lot up in the air right now. We got COVID going on. We got other shit. So we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah. We're not going anywhere. We just had to take a little bit of a break from 
yes. personal things. These things happen. And uh, hey, planetary things. Apparently, podcast numbers are like in the shit. Or oh, yeah. Well, I mean, nobody's going to work. I mean, whenever I listen to podcasts on the work, you know, or people yeah, don't drive to work. Yeah. Everybody's just binging Netflix shit. Yeah, so if you listen to this episode, we do appreciate it. Yep. And stick around for I don't know what's to come. (laughs) But we'll let you know. It's coming soon. Yes. It's just not sure exactly when. That's right. Maybe zombie month. Who knows? Who knows? We'll we'll let you know when we get there. Yes. All right. Well, until then, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House Podcast.